Yo, what's up, guys, and welcome to the Movie Newbie Podcast. I'm your host, Jabril Sahemi, the newbie, and I'm joined by... Rafael Luca, actor, clown, thespian, and a pure cinephile. Oliver Mangum, writer, producer, and fellow film lover. So yeah, enjoy the show. Yo, what's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Movie Newbie. I'm your host, Jabril Sahemi, and joined, as usual, Raf and Ollie. How about you say hello? Hello. Hello. Oh my God. I, I'm like, I, I'm blushing as we speak right now. I have been smiling for the past 15 minutes because we have a very special episode today. Um, we've got the theater of others. We've got my, my mentors, my, my, my instructors, my, my teachers, my gurus, my spiritual leaders, like whatever you want to call them, but they're here. Uh, Booty Miller and Adam Marple. Um, and before I go ahead, I'd like to give a little introduction on them. So they, they were kind of responsible for my like, kind of um, journey shift into becoming the person that I've always wanted to be. Um, they were my instructors, uh, they were my pr- practitioners, um, kind of my guides uh, in life. Uh, back in La Salle, when I was doing my three year BA training, um, Adam was a viewpoints teacher uh, and a Shakespeare teacher. He he directed uh, two of uh, the Shakespeare shows I was in, Romeo and Juliet and the Scottish play. Uh, and Booty was responsible for our vocal work and our clowning. Um, but also they were both just, for me at least, involved in like really shaping and 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 molding me into a better version of myself. Um, I like to think. And so I'm very, very grateful for these two for even just being here and for continuing um, this path that we're on. Um, So thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Uh, And they're both um, responsible for um, amazing shows, amazing trainings, amazing productions. And part of it is the theater of others. It's not just a podcast. It's also a theater company um, that have done productions in the past and are doing productions you know, uh, as we speak now, they're involved in some training, some workshops, um, and their podcast is just dope. It's 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 it it really involves so many collaborators, artists. They have great conversations, great topics. So please go catch it. It's it's just amazing conversations. Um, so yeah, without further ado, Booty and Adam, why don't you say hello? <laughs> Wow, Thank that's such man. a good yeah, introduction. Really. Oh my god, oh my god. Okay, wait. So I have a question, Rob. Yes. <laughs> Why? Why do you say these things about us? Why? <laughs> what was it? What was the moment for you? What uh, what made you actually go, oh, this I am actually becoming a better version of myself? What happened? Uh, the moment the moment I went and looked inside for the first time and was not afraid to look inside was in my second year. Um, I don't know if you guys remember this, but it was the moment where we had teacher, um, like a teacher student conference. Uh, it was supposed to be a one-on-one, but it became a one on like five. Yeah. And I was, you know, <laughs> presented by all of you and confronted by all of you to really, yeah, that's, I think that's when I kind of broke down and, and kind of showed my vulnerable self and really kind of became emotionally more than like what I had been and I stopped hiding and I kind of revealed myself to you guys and you guys revealed yourselves to me. And it was very, it was a, it was a revelation for me because it really, 
it meant that this mattered. It meant that my path, this journey I was on, it mattered. And it meant finally I was caring about something and that was kind of the craft. So mm. that was the moment. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. I, cause, cause, yes, because I will say, Raph was not a great student. Oh, he was bad. He was a bad <laughs> Fabulous actor. I knew it. Incredible actor. So good. A great actor. Horrible really student. good actor. Horrible student. Bad student. <laughs> yeah. We've had worse. <laughs> We've had worse. <laughs> but boy, was he bad. What made him a no, bad student? What made him a bad good student? Actor, yo. He's a bad student. But see, but that's the thing, Oliver. It's like you have you have these, you have, he's a, he, Ralph was a real artist. Mm -hmm. And he was like, why do I have to like be an academic in mm -hmm. any of this mm -hmm. training? Why do I mm -hmm. need to do yeah. any of this bullshit when I, all I want to do is get on stage and make art and be mm -hmm. an artist, you know? And that's always a, that's always a huge challenge for true artists that go into the system, you know, because yeah. I call it the system, you know, the institutional system, the machine, exactly, you know, when you, go, you get, you get sucked into the colony and it's like yeah. when, and when, and it's a hard, and it's a hard balancing act for yourself when, when you come in on such a strong, raw talent and then you get into your second year and we're like, um, if you want to get a BA honors, mm. this is the shit you have to do. Mm. <laughs> honors. Mm. Yeah. I don't really respect you with that. <laughs> so, Raf, that's really cool. That's really cool. And I'm actually yeah. quite proud of them seeing what, what's become of you. Yeah, it's, it's, it's beautiful to see you in your own, in your own world, in your own thing, doing your own you know, having your own podcast for, yeah. for Lord's sake. <laughs> teaching. He was teaching. What? Was, what? Was teaching I was teaching. Before. They sucked you into yeah. the system. Ha, 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 ha. Resistance is futile. They you did. Yeah. <laughs> Back in Vancouver, yeah, I was teaching viewpoints. Again, like it was, I think, more than just a revelation of me as an artist because I was I, I was struggling for so long as, as a person. And I think mm. you made me become... Yeah, like I said, a better version of myself because I was suddenly cared. I didn't just care about you know my external um, features or like me being external, but I cared about my me inside, my me being internal. You know, it's a lot inside. to have someone that you look up to and respect say that you actually have value, and if it, and if you don't actually fully understand that quite yet because your body's still growing and developing you had a very young body or young you know and <laughs> as boys we 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 take longer to develop and mm. so when we get trained into these these realms of not being connected to our sense of vulnerability understanding what truth actually is within our within our perspective and our uh negotiated uh intersection of what is our own personal sense of masculinity and then you get into and 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 a drama class that has mostly women and and we're telling you to to be free, be honest, be available. It's mm -hmm. a lot. It's a yeah. lot. Yeah, absolutely. And what I think I think there's no better movie to talk about than than Shoplifters that reveals kind of that humanity as well. So Ollie, why don't you take us away with with your first pick and your theme? Yeah, sure. So I'll just um give a little explanation behind why I chose this film. So um, this wasn't actually a film that I had thought about for Fucked Up Families originally. Uh, it was actually a suggestion from Raph, I believe. Um, but it was a really, really good one. You know, we always like to try and get in a foreign film whenever we can just to, you know, pretend like we have actual cultural taste and we have broadened horizons <laughs> and all that, uh, which we don't generally. It's all a facade. But anyway, here we are. So, um, yeah, I saw this film for the first time uh, I think not too long after it came out, it came with a lot of buzz. It won the Palme d'Or at Cannes that year. It was actually something of a box office sensation as well, which is 
surprising considering the subject matter of this film and uh, the genre that's in. It's a domestic drama. It's all in Japanese. But yeah, it did very well at the box office. And when I saw it, I was not disappointed. I thought it was phenomenal. I hadn't seen it since then. So rewatching it this week was uh, a lovely trip back as well. I thought the film hadn't lost anything in the couple of years since I saw it. I think it's such um, a tender, sweet, understated film um, that is deeply humanistic, as I think Raf said. That's what I love about this director, Hikaru. I'm going to butcher his name here, which is a bit of a theme on our podcast. We butcher other people's names. Yeah. Um, Sounds like a podcast name. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, I'm glad to know we're not alone. Uh, Hirokazu Koreeda, I'm a big fan of this filmmaker. I've seen quite a few of his films. Um, and what I love about his stories is that uh, it doesn't matter how dark the subject matter is. He's always striving to find the humanity in his characters, to see their value, to understand their stories and try and not judge them, even if he's not necessarily sell not always condoning their actions. And I think this film is a perfect example of that. I love the performances all around. I love its sweet sensibility. And I really like how it passes out its information. Like it's actually quite a, twisty dramatic story i mean there's a lot of gut punches but the way he decides to parcel those out over the course of the story in a very methodical and understated fashion i think is really really effective but anyway enough from me um i want to hear what you guys thought of this film mm. adam booty why don't you go first oh wow wow okay well adam <laughs> i got a lot to say but I, i'm gonna pass it no 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 well okay i mean it was uh, I, I mean, the, the list that you had originally given us of, of what to choose, mm. and this was, I mean, you know, what was it? Step Brothers is on there and, <laughs> yeah. you know, something else. Like we had, we, we could choose which one. And I, I, I had never heard of this one before. So that's why I chose this one, just clearly because I had never heard of it. Mm. It was in Japanese. Um, and I thought, okay, cool. We'll do, we'll do this. And I wasn't expecting, like, yeah, like I said, the gut punches that happen mm. in this in this film. And it took a little while for me to kind of settle in and go, uh, oh, oh, this is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, because um, I love Japan. I love, we both, we both love, love Japan. Japan. Yeah. Mm. Um, and if you've ever been to Tokyo, especially, mm-hmm. like, you, the best shopping and sumo wrestling, you have to make sure that you go <laughs> and experience a full day of a full tournament in sumo wrestling. It's oh, happens in, yes. It happens in the wintertime. Make sure you go. It's better than any theater you'll ever see. Oh, wow. <laughs> but, yeah, sumo wrestling. Count, but count there gone. is a side of Japan that you will never see. Yeah. There is mm. a side of that society that is hidden beyond hidden. Mm. And it was really interesting that like, oh, we're going to spend the entire movie in this really behind the scenes to even Japanese society society. So um, it was, it it was, it took a, it took a minute to kind of settle into that um, and just kind of rearrange and go, okay, this is not the Japan that, you know, this is not the Japan and Tokyo that you understand and you have been witness to, but of course it exists. It exists everywhere on the planet. Um, And there was no judgment to these characters Mm. by the director, by the lens um, and there was so much, as we said before, there was so much humanity um, that you were rooting for them up until you couldn't root for them anymore. Mm. Um, and that that came out of left field for me, what happened in the kind of the third act. I, I really wasn't expecting it to go that direction. Um, yeah, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. The performances, 
Um, and it reminded me of uh, another Japanese director, um, uh, Ozu, who yes. also focuses on yeah. a changing society and family, and even the kind of the the, the staging of the some of the the compositional shots of just staying on something mm. for way longer than is necessary, mm. but is absolutely necessary to stay that long. But like, okay, now that you've seen it, now that you know what it is, mm. what is it really? What are you really seeing? And that's what I, I really enjoyed that because, because it could easily, very, very easily, this film with this subject matter, go to the grotesque, go to the ugly. Absolutely. But there was never yeah. anything in there that I felt was like, ew, why are we focusing on that? Like I was okay being in that, in that realm, in that, in that house, in that cramped, cramped house, mm. in that situation. I think what was really interesting is that the, it came from the innocence of the child's gaze because the way it was framed, it was it was framed from a very low low shots, very tight, and as if it were the child looking at this world, as if we're following this entire film from the child's perspective. And so it was it was it was given to us in such a, a pure innocent way. That's why that's why when I. I think the question, because you know, I'm full of questions. So, Oliver, I, I, what would you when you say "fucked up family"? Which of the families do you consider to be the fucked up family? <clears throat> mm -hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Um, I guess I hadn't thought about it that deeply, but I would say that I think I try. I, I I think this is an interesting film to start this theme off with because you could argue from one standpoint that it's not a fucked up family because the the, the central surrogate family at the heart of this story. While they're not connected to one another, they're not related by blood, at least most of them aren't. And the circumstances by which they've come together is controversial, to say the least. They do embody a lot of the positive aspects that you would expect to see in any family. They love one another. They care for one another. They find, um, they find security within one another. But then at the same time, there are those on paper. Um, uh, there's that on paper nature of their family or that background to their family, which is, you know, criminal, which is um, by many people's perspective would be deeply wrong and flawed to do. And mm. there's a broken quality to all of them independently. Um, but then of course, you know, the, uh, there's another family, perhaps the, the daughter's um, biological uh, parents or Aki's parents as well. These are other more traditional families in the story and, 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 you know, in a way, perhaps they're more fucked up than the surrogate family. So I, I guess I don't know. I think there's, <laughs> it depends on which angle you're looking at it from. Well, it's a complicated, it's a complicated scenario, right? Because you, like you said before, the, the little girls, like uh, paternal family, they're, it was, where's the yeah. love? Yeah. Where's the yeah. love? So does, mm -hmm. it, does a family, is it the family unit that's created by love? Because as a, uh, uh, a queer man, we had to create our own families in order mm. to feel that familiarity of family, mm. love, and fealty, right? Yeah. So I, it was tapping into those kinds of, we create our own family, we create our own environments when when, our, when the other environments don't serve us. Mm. But then you also have the, the scenario where you have the, you have the boy where he was, it's ambiguous mm, if, yeah. if, if his world was dangerous or not loving or not yeah. but he yes. doesn't it was so he was so young he didn't have the opportunity to make that decision but then you have the girl that's able to make her own decisions and yeah. it's like he's really and then and the the 
the I think the biggest conversation that the that the um the surrogate mother was having was isn't it nice to be able to actually be able to choose your choose your, your choose family, your family? Yes. Yeah. so mm-hmm. the, I think yeah. the question is what would you uh, what would you choose what family would you choose if you could have if you could have choice because yeah. a lot of us don't have choice yeah, and even I mean, when the little girl had choice that choice was taken away from her yeah. by the institution yeah. by the yes. government yeah yeah and i think it's the institution and the government that selects your family or that tells you what family is <clears throat> for most of the time right uh it's the whole sense of nuclear family it's the whole sense of like what we've been living under of like this is biologically what is a family um whereas you know where why this movie was so moving to me <clears throat> is because it's just a bunch of lost souls creating community it's just mm. these it's just it, they are bonded by by common struggle they're bonded by you know financial struggle you know abuse hunger weather you know it's 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 survival but it's also community building um and i think you know hirozaku perfectly um, encapsulates all that never quite lingers too long but never gives it too much briefness he like perfectly kind of frames it in in a time that's fluid and that flows perfectly with the struggle or with what he's trying to show. Like there are some moments that I truly like felt like I'm, I get emotional just thinking about them because it's so human. And I think for me, you know, talking about my LaSalle days, I think I was struggling to find community, to find uh, myself, my identity. And I did find it through the community of, uh, you know, my mentors and then my, my classmates and they they are what shaped me and and made me into you know a better person um so family yes i i'm very grateful for the family i have for my parents for my sister uh, for my nieces for my biological blood um but also internally grateful for the friends that i've made for you guys the movie newbies for like you know it's really what family is what you make of it right mm-hmm. so it's like um, this movie reveals that it, 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 it and, and, and the fact that it's so layered and complex is what makes it so human that you can't really you can't really say you can't really judge. You know, this movie is not is not with, it, you can't you, you can't judge these characters because they're living so humanly. Um, what so I love really is that there's this really strong sense of the anticlimax is anticlimactic. And mm-hmm. like yeah. because of the quality of the actors. And this is a this is a cultural quality of Japanese actors of being really rooted in the pelvis, grounded in mm. the earth, not being pushed or moved by the 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 kind of immediate emotional re- response, but being deeply held in into an aesthetic and a form. Mm. And the and the actors were just all so grounded mm. that they held on to us so much that we couldn't turn away. Yeah. There was there was like they had like held like stuck their hands in our bodies and mm-hmm. grabbed our intestines and held on to them the entire show until they decided they were going to release a bit of it. Yeah, they made the yeah. decision yeah. and told telling us when we we're allowed to release. Mm-hmm. And I found that to be quite potent through the entire uh, performances. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Jabril, what did what did you think when it was it your first time watching this as well? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was my first time watching it. Uh, I remember when it came out there was a lot of like fanfare uh, mm. about it and like loads of people watched it. And I think it kind of like kicked off this whole Asian wave. Cause the next year parasite won the Palme d'Or mm. um, mm-hmm. and similar to parasite, mm-hmm. very similar yes, themes. Yes. So that was like one of the first things that I, that I saw and felt like these, 
this group of people that are trying to like survive and like trying to do any means necessary and mm-hmm. then the whole shift in what the like the plot was like you're yeah. like oh this is a nice story ah, la 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 fa la 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 then he's yeah. like you're like oh my gosh you know so <laughs> um, that was basically like the whole movie for me it's your reaction um, yeah <laughs> yeah uh, but one of the things that I really enjoyed and it's something that for the I don't really bring it into the the podcast but kind of like the tonal shift that happens throughout the mo- the movie and. Mm. It's something that I like to think of in music and what the score did in this movie yes. really helped um, mm. put that into effect. So, yeah, that was kind of like just my initial thoughts. And then I started thinking about it even more and the use or the lack of use of dialogue. You know, there's a lot of like looks here and there <clears throat> just to show something like um, when uh, I think the, the girl's name is Yuri or Jury. She has like three names in the movie, so I can't remember <laughs> which one it is. Um <clears throat> But when they, when they were trying to steal her clothes, and I think when she was with her, um, like her uh, original mom, like whenever she got new clothes, that's when she was going to get beat. And yeah. like you don't know yes. that's going to happen in the beginning of the like yeah. when she first that first happens, and then you see it when she gets returned to her family. It's like, uh, so um, mm-hmm. yeah, that that that's basically my initial reactions to the to the movie. Um, yeah. yeah, 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 and it's 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 it can be. It can get quite hard to watch, especially when you arrive at the third act and you kind of you you the revelation is is like upon you, and suddenly you get to see the the seediness or the uh, or the kind of the corruption, and you kind of it, it it's it's kind of hinted at uh, after um, the kind of the the grandma the grandmother figure dies, mm-hmm. you kind of see um, a little bit revealed how they. Um, handle how, it how they handle <laughs> yeah, it yeah, yeah yeah how they handle it how they get the money how they suddenly start you know then you start to 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 to, to notice oh these are crooks these are thieves these are these are shoplifters you know these are these are especially the the mother and father figures um who you i mean for me you know what <clears throat> the crux of, of 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 the story for me was was the relationship between um i can't remember the character's name but the actor lily frankie and um and Yuri, the boy, uh, their relationship for me, I mean, any time I get to see uh, witness such a pure and human story between a father and a son, or even a surrogate father and a son, I don't know, it always t- it tugs at my heartstrings, because I guess I see, I see a reflection of, of my relationship with my father, yeah. um, and, and kind of the, the humanity between, yeah, father and son, and, and that relationship, you know, revealing masculinity, revealing, you know, boyhood, manhood, um, there is there's something so sensitive about it and so um, emotional for me. Like I, you know, at the end I I, I cried, you know, when he, when the father wanted him to call him dad and then he never does until the very end when the bus drives Mm. away and he called him dad. And I'm like, ha, ha, father, (laughs) father, you know? Yeah. It's like, if I ever have a little one of my own, I definitely want that to happen as well. (laughs) Call me dad. Um, (laughs) But yeah, it's, 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 it's those beautiful nuanced moments that really, those are the gut punches. Um, Those are the moments that reveal the whole spectrum of humanity. And, and to, and I think this film is just so utterly human Um, despite these characters, you know, living, living a struggle, living, living hardships and, and having done things, you know, being criminals, you know, they, they killed a person. They're, they are essentially murderers. Um, and, but yet, yet we still find a way to, to, to empathize. 
And that's what this movie really gives you. It's empathy. Everything, everything in the relationship of this family is based on lies and mm. everything is okay. <clears throat> as long as we don't face the truth of, yes. of, uh, I'm using, I'm using your parents for money. Um, uh, we did find you, but we could have returned you to the, mm. you know, we, in the in the pachinko or that we're not like stealing that. we're not really stealing you know this is a yeah, this is um exactly. uh an action without any consequence we're right. entitled to this everything everything is fine until the until the lie unravels and then all the lies unravel together in that moment like everything you know you you kind of in the in the beginning of the movie the first two-thirds of the movie you kind of you kind of forgive all yeah. the all the actions you 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 forgive them and then the last third is you the audience going huh yeah Ah, mm. uh, and that coincides uh, with the child. I think, and I think that coincides with the young boy Shota's yeah. realization. I think <laughs> one of you mentioned at the beginning that this film is sort of told from the perspective of the children, and I definitely think that's the case with Shota because, as you said, as an audience, we start to turn a corner with these older characters as soon as Shota himself starts to see them for who they really are—not for who they really are, perhaps—but starts to see some of their actions in a cold, in the cold light of day. Uh, especially particularly after the grandma passes away and he really holds on he really really wants to hold on i mean he yeah. even he even leaves his foster family to come back for a day stay mm -hmm. a night and it's that quiet conversation yeah. you know you know did you did you really leave me and there's that pause that beautiful yeah. pause mm -hmm. where is he going to say the truth or not and i mean kudos to the you know kudos to that actor and to that character in that moment of actually saying the truth yeah. But then you but then you know what's going to happen afterwards. And that's the thing as well, the truth really hurts. The truth really mm -hmm. does hurt because in all sense of the word, right? Cuz as soon as the lies the lies are one thing, but then when the truth is revealed, it's like you're yeah, as an audience member, you're like, "Ah, oh, oh my god, it's so painful, but yeah. it's but that's what has to happen." That's what has to happen. That boy free. Yeah, yeah. you got you, yeah. you got to tell well, you got to say that yeah. I'm sorry, but yeah, I we did leave you so that that little boy can go away and leave you and never come back to you. <laughs> and move on, right? Yeah, move yeah, yeah. on with his life because otherwise well, he would always be stuck in the past. Yeah, and I think yeah. that's what these characters were. They were just stuck. They were like in this almost limbo state of being because they were in a web of lies, in, a, in, in the shadows. And I've, And obviously, like, this has been forced by society. This is a socioeconomic situation that they were thrust upon. Um, there's a whole there's a whole you know there's a whole world or uh, or or a struggle where where some people are just forced in these in, into these situations right um like shoplifting or or even to the point of murdering you know obviously like murdering you never go that far but like till 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 what point are you you know when you're put on the edge uh or or you're put in the corner what do you do to survive yeah so mm. but um shall we carry on to questions well i wanted to yes, ask one please. question yes since it kind of ended on a bit of a uh what's that movie um damn it ju i just lost it oh no uh, inception oh, it yes. ended on an inception style ending it, it did yeah it, it did a little bit. Yeah. yeah is so, she gonna jump yeah well <laughs> well excuse me um who do you think like she saw do you think someone came to visit her do you think it was shota do you think it was mm. someone else do you think she just 
was looking into the distance and having an existential existentialist moment. Yeah. Um, like in mm. anime or something. I don't know. So there is yeah, that I wanted moment, to ask, right? Yeah. yeah, there is that moment where she kind of lifts mm. herself up so you don't really know what's going on. Is it is is she just looking at the world and seeing seeing that maybe there is hope uh, or there is optimism to be had or is there yeah another family wanting to like you know um, <laughs> abductor sh- abductor <laughs> shoplifters <laughs> too here we go again shoplifters too yeah here we go again. Yeah. yeah they go to Europe <laughs> yeah 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 in a world in a world where Japanese girls get abducted um, in a world where Japanese go. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't because because you there is that scene between her and 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 the mom. You there is like a little bad taste in your mouth of like, oh, okay, mm. not everyone does have that happy ending. Um, not everyone gets you know to live to live the life that they want. Um, so I I would like to hope that you know she there is a better future for her. Uh, but the reality is, is there, she's probably went back down the balcony and started doing her little game again. And then, yeah, mm-hmm. that's like the harsh reality of things. Really. I, I like to think that she wandered off on her own. Oh, Hey, mm. yeah, absolutely. There, there, there was a level, there was, there was a, a quick maturing of that little girl. Yeah. That she yeah. grew up really quickly. I mean, of course, you know, not physically, but something like that. She, learned that this is this is a bad situation yeah and i can see this is a bad situation and there are other people out there that may be better and then yeah. she just she just walks yeah who knows what happens to her she gets returned but like i that's my that's how i imagine yeah it. there is an intuition to that to that little girl uh because of the hardship of her life that suddenly yeah it clicks um yeah, that is that is interesting. That is kind of that inception level of like ending of what what whatever yeah, happens. Right? There are a few moments where I was like kind of questioning like what's the purpose of this in mm. the movie? You mm. know, like even when there was the shopkeeper who kind of knew the the little sign language things or oh, whatever yeah. they were doing, yeah, yeah. and um, then he like vanished and he was like in mourning or something. When I they think that was hint- it was away. hinted that was there a connection? I think it was. Wasn't it um, suggested that that was a euphemism for the shop? becoming bankrupt or closing down Mm, i think one of the characters um uh said does that mean that shop has been closed down or it's gone bankrupt yeah like the two kids were like right right but but i think um, it it comes i wasn't sure it's it's part of a shota's uh gradual realization that there is a consequence Mm. to the to stealing from these stores that there are real victims to what has happened um yeah Mm. yeah and this, even even after stealing, you know, the little candy, him offering, you know, those 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 drinks, um, you know, again, those human moments where you're not the, even the shop, you know, and, and the thing, the idea, the suggestion that he knew he's judged. known the boy was doing this the whole time. He didn't step in <laughs> yeah. because he knew yeah. that yeah. it was too late for the young boy because he'd sort of already been indoctrinated in a way into these into this life of crime by Don't his surrogate father but the little sister exactly the little yeah. sister like she's like basically saying there's still hope for her mm. like don't don't lead her astray don't take her down the path yeah. that you've gone which ends up informing his decision i think at the end to to get caught on purpose because he sees the little girl starting to steal on her own without any sort of yeah. direction or instruction and he sees that she could potentially be going down his own path. And he says, I'm going to break the chain here, basically, by sacrificing himself yeah. and and getting intentionally caught, which is, yeah, brilliant storytelling. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. 
Mm. All right, now to the switch of the questions. <laughs> Ollie, do you want to guide us through? Yes, sure. Okay. So first question, as usual, is favorite scene. And I'm going to hand this over to Adam and Buddy first. <laughs> Perfect timing. <laughs> My favorite scene is the one where she's the she's been arrested oh. and she's speaking to the police officer. Oh, yes. Oh boy. Dang. I was gonna say that one. Y'all. <laughs> Y'all. Devastating. Y'all. From an acting teacher here. Now listen yeah. to this. Y'all. Yes. <laughs> That's how you do it, yeah. y'all. <laughs> that's how you do it. That's how you cry. That's how. That's 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 what truth looks like. Yeah. Mm. That's what truth looks like. And for all your actors who are always worried about crying, it's not about crying. It's about trying not to cry. Yeah. Mm. Oh. Well said. And she's and and also the other thing is that because of all the other work being so deeply rooted in this bowel place. That when there's this opening, there's this almost like her heart gets unseamed. It's like there was a, a loose thread and someone caught it and it just went. And it was it was so gorgeous. It was gorgeous. And it's those one of those rare moments when you get to see when you get to see artistry at its best. At its best. You know? Real, real truth, real truth on screen. Like yeah. pure, raw vulnerability. Ugh. On screen, yeah, and the fact, and even like her just wiping, yes, just like yeah. that's the right, you know, what I mean? way of yeah, of wiping her yeah. tears. That, that, I, yeah. I, I, I've cried like that. Like that's how yeah. that's how I've cried. Like mm. I know that I go like this, and like y'all, <laughs> this is Booty Miller right there. He's he is my voice teacher. He's my act. Like he, this is this guy. This guy yeah. has revealed parts of mm. of of our humanity of all of us who's been like guided by him. We we have we have we have gone through that kind of process. It's, that's um, the, yeah. that's the one though. That's and and, and 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 it's the other thing is that those kind of moments are are really exciting because you because it's not only the actor, it's the director, it's the team, it's the DP. Yeah. Everyone involved in that moment is clearly in that moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that has created this space in this environment allows for her. this artist to hit that beat yeah mm. that's like when you hit like there's a difference between hitting glass and hitting china and hitting like crystal right mm. you get mm. crystal and it has that special ring it just, it just rings and that's mm. when really fine acting happens and, and that's what happens in our body it's like that ringing it's like it's 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 eternal we yeah. all know exactly what this human being is going through. I, we didn't. No one needed, needed to know what any of that situation was, but we knew what was happening with that body. Yeah. Wow. I mean, nobody nobody cries pretty. No. In the history of humanity, nobody <laughs> cries pretty. <laughs> Yet, how many times have we seen some really beautiful crying on screen? But this was some ugly crying. Yeah. And that was what that's what made it real. And it yeah. reminded me of. The kind of the what's the what's the Robert Altman quote that says, um, "Think of any of the five best moments of any of my movies, and I guarantee you, the actors came up with it, and my camera was just rolling." And yeah. I imagine that this scene, like whether these lines were written, if this was in the script or not, like the camera was just rolling, and mm -hmm. they just kept it rolling, and then this came about. And it's about yeah. the director 
providing a space <laughs> for something like this to happen and then just being able to capture it. And it was real grief. Yeah. That's yeah. what grief is, y'all. We know what that is. And it's grief that's on display. We know when we are on display and we are being interrogated or we, we're, there's, there's the surveillance of our, of, of our moment and real grief is coming up and we are dealing with that dichotomy of like, I'm not safe here, but I, ha- I can't stop the grief. <clears throat> and the only way I can stop the grief is through this wiping. And I have to wipe mm. in a way that's showing that I'm in control but my insides are not in control. Yeah, absolutely. Adam's doing an interpretive dance of the crying yeah, now. Exactly. <laughs> it's amazing what she was doing with yeah. the oh, it, yeah. was, it was, yeah. it was, it was fine, fine acting, yeah. Fine, yeah. fine. And it held on, it held on, right? And like, cool. you know, Adam, I think, yeah, Adam, from one director to it, like, you know, from an actor to director, like those moments, you allowed us to have those moments as well, mm-hmm. right? where mm-hmm. we can like, we go and jump off, like you say, right? You, we, we, yeah. we go and jump off and you're, you know, you'll be there to, to but if you don't do it, then if you don't jump, then yeah. I can't kick you off the cliff. Yeah, exactly. Jump off the cliff. <laughs> yeah, got to jump off the cliff. And that's yeah. then scary and extremely vulnerable. But that's where Yeah, that's where artistry comes from. That's where the craft a it safe space creating a safe space for you to be uncomfortable yeah exactly she was really uncomfortable <laughs> exactly <laughs> but you, you say it was an ugly cry i thought it was quite beautiful i mean ugly in terms of like real it wasn't yeah. a like, hollywood cry it wasn't a movie cry it was how people and it really cry it wasn't and a people, single tear cry. Like yeah. cries are ugly cries. Yeah, but, but what i mean is like when we cry we're not crying with the idea of being seen and that's mm. beautiful. It is beautiful, but it's not it's not manufactured and it's not aesthetically pleasing. But being mm. seen is the most beautiful part of humanity. Right. And film <laughs> and there's a lot of times a film doesn't do that. And that's ugly. Yeah. And that is ugly. And that's yeah. ugly, yeah. That's, that's ugly. ugly. That's nasty. Yeah. That's na- <laughs> not the kind of nasty like Janet Jackson nasty. That's that that's that booger nose kind of funky nasty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Um so is that the same answer from the both of you then? Same. It was the same yeah. scene. I was the same. Yeah, too, yeah. too good. We both good. stopped and looked at each other. I was like, damn. Yeah. 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 Synergy. <laughs> yeah. Well, if, if I could add on to that, because that was also my choice, but I, I could think of another scene. Um, it was my favorite scene because of the police officer, actually, not because of... Um, what was her name? The character's name, I can't remember. Uh, Noboyo. Uh, Sakura. Sek- yeah. That's the actor. Yeah, yeah, the actor is Sakura Anda, but Noboyo is the name of the character. Right. Um, I liked it because the police officer was just an, such an asshole. Like, really, like, I've never wanted to punch, like, my like, TV <laughs> as much as I wanted to. Like, the way she was questioning her motherhood was just like, who the fuck are you? Like, yeah. And I think that whole dynamic between the two of them was like really powerful and especially mm. in throughout the whole movie i thought that was really powerful and it also showed that like nabuya's um like i think her realization that like oh maybe i shouldn't just lie and keep this like thing yeah. going and just like let um just let it all sink in and that's when she starts realizing oh i'm gonna tell shota where his parents where his parents might be I'm yeah gonna yeah do all these things and yeah that for me was really good but i guess i can Add another one. I'd say the, I really like the the whole rainy sex scene. Yeah, kind of oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was yeah. a really that was hot. <laughs> also sweet. Real. Hot. Yeah, yeah, also, also real. real. Yeah. 
yeah it didn't seem like the whole like a whole hollywood kind of sex yeah. scene it was like very much um a couple that loves each other and they were like having a cute time with the noodles and they were like pretty funny i i thought it was really cute when she was like she kissed him on the cheek and then she started eating again and then yeah, yeah. doing some other stuff yeah i thought it was a really sweet moment so been there. people, people, people have been there, there. people mm. have yeah. been love know that moment mm. yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. and the idea absolutely. of like the the post-coital cigarette as well afterwards just watching oh, yeah. the rain fall outside and it's you know it's not cold because it's the summertime as well there was just something very peaceful yeah. about it Mm-hmm. That yeah. was, and then the, and yeah. then the hurry up and get dressed because the kids are coming. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 again, yeah, I'm sure all parents know that as well. <laughs> yeah, he I, love the, I love the care. There was so yeah. much care in that yeah. because yeah. when the kids came, they had the perfect, you know, diversion and like, and it, it, to show that these people are not dangerous people. Uh-uh. No, yeah. Yeah, they just happen yeah. to live differently than we do. Yeah, they're yeah. not yeah. dangerous people. Yeah. One think, human yeah, moment yeah. to another. So it's, yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's, and, it's and to also to normalize sexual desire. Yeah. When he, has, mm. when he was having a conversation with the, with the boy, in, the the boy water in the water and about, yeah. Yeah. about, are you, are you having hard, morning hard on? Yeah. Yeah. You're like, boobs now, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like to, okay. to make, to normalize that yeah. feeling yeah. in the kid's body. Yeah. yeah, and 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 the fact that the the father um, uh, says to to one of the the police chiefs that he had nothing else to to teach them. Well, there was those moments where he taught them, you know, life lessons, you know, without even realizing, right? Uh, which goes to my 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 favorite scene. Um, again, I'm going to go with with Yuri and 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 the surrogate father and. And Lily Frankie, who plays his character so beautifully. You mean uh, Shota, Shota, the boy? Sorry. Uh, Yeah, sorry, Shota, Shota. That's right. Um, Shota and Lily Frankie. um, The um, it's the big tuna story that they have, and it's this beautiful shot that's taken. I don't know, up on a crane, and it reveals this this light um, kind of almost almost in the like almost in the shape of a fish itself. and it's this, and it's it's a beautiful light that's cast in this parking lot, and then there's darkness surrounding it, and they're kind of, you know, they're they're just having this beautiful moment between father and son. He's chasing him, trying to, you know, be the big tuna, um, and and he's chasing him in and out of the darkness. So I, there was like this beautiful, almost metaphor between like, you know, what's light and what's dark, and 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 this layer and 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 it and it just lingered it just it just kind of the shot stayed for it it didn't have to but it did and i loved it because that's that's what i look for in, in my cinematic experiences is those those shots that just stay there and you're like thinking oh is it going to edit no it just just keep watching there will be something and it and it reveals so much those there's just it's like it's like a picture can say like a thousand words like each shot for me can say a thousand things yeah. So yeah, that's um, my favorite shot. For for my uh I mean I don't think this is a film that necessarily has quote unquote rewatchable scenes. It's more a, a series of moments that are strung together that's um that accumulate through accumulation tell us tell a larger story. But um uh there's a, I guess my pick, other than it would have been the interrogation scene with Nabuya, but just to say something different. Um it's the scene when the uh the surrogate family uh, hear the fireworks going off, and I just oh, yeah. I love that scene because I thought it was just such a powerful metaphor for the for the type of lives they lead, and the attitude that they have as well that they carry with them because this is a family that lives um, sort of under the cracks of society, 
and they don't have much and whatever falls through the cracks, they grab at it as they're able to, but um, they still manage to find enjoyment from that because in that scene, they can't even see the fireworks, right? They can only hear them. They can't even see anything, but they still decide to huddle under that roof together and sort of listen to the fireworks as a family. And I think that captures what I, I find quite comforting in the story, even though it's very sad, is that it's one of those films where I was watching and it almost convinced me that you don't need a lot to be very happy in life because they don't have a lot, but they just have a bit of food that they grab and they sit around that hot pot together and they eat and they converse and they share whatever they have with one another. And it's very heartwarming. Um, yeah. And like, and like you said, because um, that shot as well is so, it's such an, an angle that when you set yes. cracks, it is literally like a crack. It's literally, yes, yeah, it's absolutely. Like little... It's it's perfect framing um, for yeah. visual. And it's the first time we get to like see the, the family kind of almost coexist together and, and be revealed together um, before I think everything kind of tumbles down. Um, yeah. I want to give I want to give a shout out to the weather in this film. <laughs> yeah, like, I was just gonna say there's such a tactile nature to this thing that yeah. like a lot of times when I'm watching a film like I I don't I don't engage with what is happening you know in yeah. the space but like I felt cold I felt hot I felt rain like there was yeah. there was such a real like I was saying tactileness to to what was happening climate wise that like you saw the amount of sweat. The, yeah. this, the drenching of their clothes, like just being the kids running in the rain, trying to get back home. Like yeah. we've all yeah. been there. We know yeah. what that is. Yeah. It was kind of Studio Ghibli-esque. Yeah. I don't know. The weather, that's what yeah. it kind of reminded me of. Yeah. yeah. I have another shout out too. We have to, we have, <laughs> have another shout out. So, <laughs> we have to have another shout out. we all like the one scene. <laughs> okay. Here's another shout out though. You have to, and this is important for y'all actors on, on the call <laughs> and in the room listening to us. <laughs> casting is so freaking important. That casting of that little girl was brilliant. She was like candy. You wanted to eat her. She was so pretty, so cute, so cute, and so innocent. Like, how would you not yeah. take her home? Yeah. I don't think anybody that saw that child and an understanding the given circumstances of what that child was going through would not keep her and take her home yeah. and the way that she like interacted with the family would not keep her and take yeah. her home yeah. you know what i mean and i yeah. just think that that's really important to understand that mm -hmm. like for for you producers out there and directors you need to make sure that like we get a visceral response from the moment we see the image of the actor we yeah. know where the actor lives before they even speak mm. then we need to know where and how they live in our bodies and our imaginations before they even speak. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. I it think, does. well, that's a good segue to the favorite performances. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, uh, yeah, Adam and Buddy. Um, I mean, I feel like yeah. we probably touched on this, these are answers already, but if you could tell us what your favorite performances were in this. I, I think it, this is an ensemble piece. Yeah. And my, my favorite performance is, is truly the ensemble. Mm. But I feel like everyone did their job in a, in a way that a Mike Lee film does. Like, I feel yes. like every single actor did their job. There was no, there was yeah. no letdown. There was, yeah. maybe, there was maybe a letdown. <laughs> and this is the one thing we've not mentioned the one actress's story, the, the other, the oh, other the romantic Aki. story. Aki. Yeah. The, um, the woman who I, works I in the fetish the club. Only, I feel like that's the only weak link in this because we, we've mm. not mentioned it at all, but like, yeah. 
but the, yeah. she was there as well. And if, but I feel like I feel like that that's that misswoven loop that's necessary for us to feel it. Yeah, because, yeah. I don't think because it was bad. Okay, think of think of like secrets and lies. Mike Lee's secrets and lies. Yeah. There's that. Yeah. There's the there's this the, there's the story of the guy who owned the 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 photography studio before. Yes. The, yeah. Yes. And he comes in drunk and it's he's he just it's just kind of like and don't care and you've got your you have your moment. Yeah, you've done the like Mike Lee work and now you have yeah. a scene in the film, but like. We really don't need that moment other than understanding that th- this this guy has worked really hard to get what he's got. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And and I feel like I feel like the that that kind of small frivolous engagement plays on the fetish the fetish the fetish fetishization. Thank you. Fetishization <laughs> of of an oriental orientalism orientalism mm. of Japan culture of Asian culture mm-hmm. of this is this is how we know Japan to be sexually, uh, sexually and weird mm-hmm. and and that fed into the bias of what a J- Japanese world is but we got to live through a different framing yes. um, through this entire the, the family so mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. it's important to ha- it, I, I felt like she did a really good job because yeah. it was that was that was part of that was part of it and that. This person from this family also could that also is in that world, mm. and that of all the people in the family, she was the least acknowledged. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and it's um, it 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 reminds me of um, of Paris, Texas. I was well, about to say the scenes. same thing. Yeah, um, the two way mirror. Yeah, yeah, two way yeah. mirror. Yeah, and and the fact that it's not in your face. It's not like oh, Japan's weird with their sex thing. Um, no, it's yeah. actually it's actually a beautiful. There's like a beautiful, vulnerable moment that happens because again. Oh these, my goodness! The tear on the yeah. thigh. Yeah. Oh, oh my wow. goodness! Yeah. Right. Yeah. And like, yeah. And the tear that on happens, the thigh. That mm. happens in a place like that, where like suddenly they there, there is no sex. There is just literally a man crying on on her lap. And I think, and, that, and I think that tells that does, you something about maybe a broken, broken system of masculinity and then, and in Japan, I, or broken, you know, system. And I'm not the best to speak to this, but yeah. I think that does reflect something that in, supposedly is going on in the culture in Japan, or has been for the past decade or so. Which is that I do, I, I remember reading that they do have services where um, young men, in particular, will meet women, and they won't. There'll be a physical exchange, but there won't be any sex. They'll just, they just want to be, uh, mm. to be cuddled. Or to be held Held. and embraced. Intimacy. 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 Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Intimacy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And there was so much intimacy in this family. That was the thing. There was so much intimacy in this family. Like, honestly, like the kind of love that was, I mean, the salt. Yeah. Make sure you make sure you eat salt before you go to bed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One of the all-time yeah. cinematic grannies, I have to say. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, 100%. And what a mask. What a mask that that old lady had, right? Cuz it the yeah. mask was not a mask of someone quite loving. That was a mask of a face that has been through some shit. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah absolutely. And the mo- yeah. Yeah. And she was so unsentimental. She's like, "I'm looking at your face." And yeah, I, you're not as ugly as I thought you were. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or those little like kind of mumbles she has, like yeah. when she walks, or like, 
or the fact that w- or when when it's um when she goes to 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 that family's house to yeah. to kind of get cake and then you see that she's getting the money and she's like again yeah again like she's also a con artist you know she's yeah. also someone that's <laughs> yeah. like been living that kind of lie but yeah i mean if i had to you know uh i'll, I'll piggyback uh, on where you guys are going with this with the ensemble piece because i couldn't single out anyone like obviously i did have a bit of a favorite with the the, the father and son uh, but that's my own reflection with my dad uh, but 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 like i think the ensemble piece is is truly what made this film mm. uh give its hidden gems and reveal yeah. its hidden gems yeah um yeah, yeah. jabril do you have an answer yeah i'm gonna go with the mom um yeah that's my like answer had, too she, she was yeah yeah, yeah. she was yeah. breathtaking, breathtaking. Yeah. Like, amazing yeah. yeah just like everything about her and like yeah. just the character <laughs> performer i yeah she was yeah. She, yeah. she managed to hit that sweet spot of being she had that hardness to her that world weariness but at the same time a, a seemingly mm-hmm. uh bottomless pit of or sorry bottomless reserve i should say of just like warmth <laughs> and love especially in that scene with in front of the, mm-hmm. the flames with the uh the little girl yeah. yeah. Oh my yeah. God! With the mm. hug. Yeah. yeah. With the hug. Yeah. We See, I thought that so was lucky. more of a like <laughs> crying scene. I thought that crying scene was a lot more powerful than the other crying scene because yeah. she was yeah. like crying because of the amount of like love I think she felt. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. But I also I also love the line where she's like, uh, when the woman's like, "I'll tell." She's like, "What? You still too?" Yeah. And then she's like, yeah. "I know about that little girl." Yeah. And, then, yeah, and then she pauses. She goes, oh, "Okay, yeah, I'll kill you if you tell." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she has, yeah, and she, and and then she it's has. revealed that she has killed, and she so has, she yeah. will, she could. If mm. I yeah. find out you said anything, I'll kill you. Yeah. 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 Woo! Yeah. Come on. Like, now. You don't realize the threat, the level of that threat until the <laughs> also, end. Also, I gotta say, um, no. An incredible boss move as well from the from their employer to say, you know what, one of oh. you has to be let go. I'm gonna let you two uh, hash this out. Yeah, incredible delegation. When I come back, there's only gonna be one of you there. Yeah, I'm not even gonna make the decision myself. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's oh, like dude. it's like in the dark night, the Joker breaking the stick and like trial by combat. Yeah. Like it's like yeah, trial by combat up in here. What the hell? Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. beautiful. All right, so um, age um, the right, best. Well, Oh, sorry. Were you going to say anything else? No, no, no. I was going to say let's proceed to age the best. Age the best? I mean, this film would have been made in 2017. It came out in 2018 before the financial crisis hit. So this came out way before anybody knew that the financial crisis was going to hit. And it still hits hard now. Yeah. So that's what has aged the best is that, that this society is fucked. (laughs) <laughs> and we've got problems. And especially, I mean, as you were saying, like this came out a year before Parasite, two of the Asian tigers, mm-hmm. Japan yeah. and Korea. And what are they showing to us? Yeah. They're showing us the underbelly of society that we are forgetting and is falling through the cracks. And like that is what has aged well. We are all, we're all so lucky that we're not in that same position. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's what's aged well for me. Um, I'm going to say... The the loud eating, the smacking of the lips, and the <laughs> and the, the chop. Yeah, louder the better. Ain't never change, y'all. <laughs> I'll just piggy, I'll just piggyback on that and say I'll, my answer was actually going to be the I guess what do you call it the hot pot style of eating. 
Like I just love them all sitting mm-hmm. around that little pot and just slurping, yeah. eating together as yeah. a family and sharing their food. And just, I mean, whenever you see a film yeah. uh, set in Japan and they're they're showing like all the goodies they can get in the stores there, I'm always like, I have no idea what that is, but it looks tasty, like a gluten. Yeah, cake. it always I've looks weird. Before, but you know, it's good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Some of the best eating. Seriously, if you go to Japan, go to Seven Eleven. You'll have the best dining experience. Of yeah. Oh my god, Japan, y'all. Okay, oh, so man. I thought that I was going to be lost in translation when I got to Japan. I was like, they ain't going to understand me. I'm not going to understand them. And I was like, oh my god, this place is amazing. I <laughs> ate a raw pork liver, sashimi, fucking pork liver. Oh, it was so delicious. I had a second. And the floors and the and the and the urinals and like the 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 yeah. you could eat off of those floors. Yeah. Jap- Japan is the cleanest town on the planet. <laughs> you know, yeah. you know that actually. I was told that was the, the running gag. My friend who is working in Japan, he said that that the homeless people they have a problem with the homeless people having obesity and diabetes because the shelf life of food in Japan is shorter than any place on the planet so all of thrown away food is so fresh that yes. the homeless people that are eating out of garbage cans are still eating very good food and they're eating yeah. quite well mm. wow. <laughs> right on right on Japan y'all Japan. Don't be homeless in Japan. If you got to be homeless, go to Japan. Don't go to California. Go to California. Get a fur. Get a fur. Get a fur because it gets cold. Don't go to Singapore because you won't. If you go to Singapore, you won't exist. Basically, if you're a homeless, you won't exist. Yeah, yeah. Don't go to Singapore because they'll find you and they'll take you to Malaysia. They'll take you to Malaysia and Indonesia, just like their cars. Yeah, you'll go to Johor Bahru. Yeah. Hey, 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 my country, yeah, you. Brilliant. did you have one uh what's oh yeah the best? well I, i'm gonna just use this as like my favorite thing in the movie button um yeah and i liked shota's little like hideout slash bedroom slash mm. Um, trophy cabinet thing. I thought that was really cool, and it reminded me of like when I found little trinkets when I was a kid, and mm. I'd be like, oh, "This is super cool!" Like yeah. the little tie clip that he had, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So I thought that was really nice, and I think that aged well. You know, like just the boyhood. Yeah. Yeah. Wonder. Yeah. I guess adventure. Absolutely. The word would be absolutely. Yeah. And the whole yeah, the the the, the child gaze that uh, Booty mm. mentioned earlier. Mm. Uh, for me, it's been mentioned as well. It's the intimacy, actually. Mm. Um, that there's a lot of movies that lack that kind of touch, that kind of intimate, when, not just like intimacy in terms of physical, but emotional intimacy, mm-hmm. um, intellectual intimacy, all, all sense of the word. It, it, this film is powerfully intimate, and that's why it's deeply moving. I think that I love the, you know, what image popped into my head when you were talking about the, the not the physical intimacy but just the intimacy the vibration of intimacy yeah, yeah when they were eating around the table and the little girl was eating chips in the corner and then they were saying about the, they said something about the gluten cake yes and, her, mm. and she popped up and they but felt the entire vibration because yes. it was because it was yeah. such an intimate space they could feel the shift of energy that you, you oh, like you like you, gluten cake yeah, you like yeah. gluten cake yeah come here like, it's almost like, like she wouldn't eat anything else so yeah. they gave her chips and then when the gluten cake came, they saw that there was quite, and then, and then the feeding of it was very intimate. And then later yes. on, they, they, they stole gluten cakes because they know that she liked it. Like right. and, yeah. and, 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 and yeah. you know, um, uh, just another example of the, the, how great and understated the storytelling is here. Um, 
when you have the her biological parents give that interview to the media after she's been she's been recovered and they say oh what did she eat and the mother says oh she had her favorite food which is omelet with rice and it's like no it's not uh, her favorite food is gluten cake you just yeah. never really paid any attention to her no mm. they don't even yeah. know her yeah. yeah, And I think it's also really interesting because when we first look at the image of how she's sitting in the corner eating chips, it seems like she's an outsider. Like they didn't mm. want to give her any food. But then we mm. realized they couldn't figure out what kind of food she liked. Mm. Yeah. 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 Again, the power of intimacy, right? You get to, re- you get to know someone if you're, if you're intimate in all sense of the word. Um, so, right. So what's aged the worst? If anyone can answer that. <laughs> I... I have one that's like nitpicky. Go on. But, um, I have one too. It's very nitpicky <laughs> and it's like almost stupid, but whatever. Um, it's maybe the age difference between Sakura and Lily. Um, like the actors, they made it seem as if they were together for super long. But it's weird because I think at the time, uh, Sakura Ando was like in her early 30s when she. Um, did this movie mm. and i think lily frankie was in his early like to mid 50s and mm. it, yeah. it was just a little off yeah. it yeah. seemed like the part was yeah. maybe that's, written that's was maybe written for a slightly older woman or should perhaps you know mm-hmm. mm. yeah perhaps, but she perhaps. pulled it off like this is still my favorite performance so yeah. i can't really yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. i would say younger man yeah yeah <laughs> uh, booty what is it the chanel bag Oh, <laughs> did it have to be Chanel? It had to be so, Chanel, but you could have had a real Chanel bag if it was going to be Chanel. Yeah. It, was, it was an ugly bag, too. Oh, it was ugly. How are you going to break a window with that? Why would you break a window for that bag? Yeah. <laughs> Who would do anything no taste. for that bag? No taste. <laughs> well, he wouldn't be able to know, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. That would have been like Karl Lagerfeld, and Karl Lagerfeld wouldn't be caught dead making a bag like that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, Uh, I I can't think of any answer better than that. Yeah, me too. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the Chanel bag as well. Uh, That sounds pretty good to me. (laughs) All right. Um, Yeah. That. Well, I guess that brings us yet to the mystery question. That does. That does. All right. Dun, okay. dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. All right. So, um, now, I, I kinda... does this mystery question have a truth or dare component? <laughs> <laughs> Booty Miller really wants to play truth. Yeah, I'm gonna say dare. <laughs> <What's> <laughs> the difference? All right. So, he's just had his cocktail. He's give, ready to play truth. Yeah, or dare. to give the audience a little peek behind the curtain. This is spin the, the bottle. We can play spin the bottle. We're a seven minute in heaven. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right. Ten minutes in the closet. (laughs) All right, okay. Booty, truth or dare? Then. (laughs) Oh Lord. (laughs) Um, I'm sitting next to Adam, and he's going, "Don't say dare." (laughs) Truth. Truth. Okay. All right. So, truth. Would you? Under any similar circumstances, yes. ever kidnap? <laughs> All right, done. <laughs> Would ever kidnap a child like they kidnapped uh, Jury or Yuri? I think the question should have been, "When did you kidnap a child?" <laughs> yeah. yeah, have you ever kidnapped a kid? <laughs> have you ever? Never have I ever. How many have you? Never have I ever kidnapped a kid. kid. <laughs> 
<laughs> look, drink. If, if I, I, look, if I was in that situation and I saw that little cute baby like that, I, I, I think I would. I think hmm. I would. Yeah, I would. Very kidnappable. I mean, it's real. I would. I would save that baby. That mm. baby. That baby. She was so. Oh my god, you was so cute. <laughs> oh, and just the, just the the. Uh, I mean, when they when they shared iron burns on their arm, oh, the know. mother and the little yeah. baby. The, the baby. The, the baby. They burnt the baby, y'all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, w- I would. I would kidnap the baby. Yes. Yeah. And that's the thesis 100%. of the film when she says you that you and I were the same. I think that's like yeah. yeah. Therein is the lies the thesis of this story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the crux of the story. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I guess. I mean, yeah, yeah. The, the 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 faith. It depends on your faith on this in this system and where you live in. The I ain't got faith in no systems. Yeah, <laughs> I don't believe in infrastructures. Institutions are there to kill us all. Yeah, and control us. Truly. Yeah, <laughs> take Truly. the baby. Steal the baby. <laughs> take the baby. Save her. Yeah, save 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 those lives. Save you heard it lives. here on the movie newbie. Take the babies, everyone out. <laughs> grab, if you see a baby on a, on a on a corner, just grab it. Just grab it. Take I it. The children are our future. <laughs> take them well and let them lead the way. <laughs> We're shipping kidnapping, huh? <laughs> <laughs> we are we are promoting we are promoting this movie brightly. This Next will be used as evidence in our trial. On our Patreon, Booty Miller singing all of his Mariah Carey songs <laughs> with all of his stolen children. Breaking news! Breaking news! The movie new. <laughs> oh, brilliant! Yeah, I mean, again, like I think I'm like uh, I'm with I'm with Booty, and I, I, I think Adam has the right question of like, yeah, again, like, do you have faith in the system? Do you believe in the system? Do you? I, I mean, no, I don't, and I, I think take the baby, take the baby, and mm. and I also believe in adoption, so I wouldn't I wouldn't want to have kids uh you know because i think we're too many there's kids out there you know yeah. there are there are plenty of babies out there, <laughs> kids out there. <laughs> what are they like resale sneakers one, dude just give me a call sign on to my patreon and yeah. your, if you give us five dollars every for five dollars for every month you get a baby picture ten dollars for every month i can get you a baby you get a video i've got a baby guy i can get you a baby, you a baby <laughs> yeah. i can get you a toe i can get you a toe <laughs> Uh, oh, really? Well, take the yeah. baby. Yeah, I think that settles I'm, the mystery question. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the same camp too. Yeah. <laughs> Steal the baby. I don't particularly the want baby. a baby though, so you know, I might just be the naysayer here. It's like no, because I, I you have to take the, the baby and give it to. You could take the baby and give it to us. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Kidnapped by association. I like that. Okay. Cool. Yeah. All right. Exactly. <laughs> take the baby. Leave the revolver. They made me do it. <laughs> they made me do it. They did it. <laughs> Uh, Ollie, what have you what have you started? What <laughs> Yeah, like I like so I said earlier, I think there. I think there this is gonna be sub- way. this is gonna be submitted as evidence in, in some sort of legal proceeding. <laughs> I, I, I'm telling you. I feel that you know, will Riverside be uploading this to the cloud automatically or to the system? Is there any way we can reverse this to real? <laughs> it's uploading as we speak. Yeah, it, it literally is uploading as we speak. <laughs> oh man. Um all right, okay. Well, uh on that somewhat uh controversial note, should, controversial note. should we um <laughs> 
uh do ratings then <laughs> yeah uh well adam booty why don't you start us off with a rating i'm gonna give it uh eight and a half croquettes oh nice oh nice. okay I'm going to give it a 9.9 volunteer. Mm. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. Um, Jabril? Nice, beautiful. <laughs> I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10 um, little trinket, like whatever thing tie clip he got oh yeah shut that mm, yeah. yeah yeah nine out of ten for me yeah uh i'm going to give it 10 out of 10 cup noodles oh yeah that's good too yeah i'm right there with you this is the kind of film i love this is the kind of film i wait for so i'm yeah. gonna give this i was gonna yeah, say yeah. croquettes so i'm really annoyed but i'm gonna give it 10 out of 10 um <laughs> uh pension checks stolen pension checks nice oh, let's go i love that one. Oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so now i know what it's about if anyone's grandmother passes away but they you know they need a little extra cash just you know hide the body the checks. make sure you get that password i'm gonna before. give it a 9.9 .9 family burials yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so stolen kids pension checks yeah. two things that yeah, came baby. out of that podcast yeah right whatever you can do to survive well you know i i want to thank you adam and you booty for 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 joining uh in this beautiful conversation about still stolen babies call um, us back this was fun yeah yes yes please absolutely we'll we'll we'll, we'll absolutely have you back please if you'd like to um this has been so an absolute honor um so thank you so 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 much um and yeah until next time until next time until next time indeed Bye. thank you for being on the show yeah thank you so much guys thank you for showing us what how real podcasters do it as well yeah <laughs> 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 With a cocktail in hand, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, that's a secret. I need to get drunk. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for being on the show. Before we go, just have to say the usual stuff, yes. right? Yes. The usual shit. Yes. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, comment, do all that usual stuff. Five star rating on podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Deezer, uh, Pandora. Uh, I can't even remember all the, so the ones many. that were on. There's so many of them. I think there's like 35. And also, but anyways. don't forget to also catch yeah. theater uh, of others, their oh, podcasts, yes, yes, their yes, shows, the their workshops, <laughs> their Instagrams. They're also very well connected. Check them out. Give them that five star rating as well. Five star, five star, mm -hmm. five star. You give us five star, we give you five star. Five star. <laughs> yeah, five star for five star. Five star for five. Star. Five for five. <laughs> five for five. Channel five. Channel five. Channel five. Channel five. Channel five. Channel five. <laughs> all right and thank you for being on the show and yeah we'll leave it at that yeah. cha-cha for now my people <laughs>